Hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend K.C. Williams of King C. Williams Ministries. Listen, I am a grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to all of our listeners. We are so excited to have you back. Uh, I pray that this weekend was a great weekend that you were able to maybe get some spring cleaning done or maybe you just enjoyed the weather. I mean, the weather was really beautiful here where I am and and um, I just pray that it was a great weekend. Amen. And I pray that as we're looking forward to the week coming up, amen, that there are blessings in store for you. I want you to know that there are some blessings that are in store for you and that if you continue to operate in God's will, I promise you, no matter what comes your way, that you're able to stand. Amen. Listen, I am Reverend Casey Williams again for all of our First time listeners, we thank you for tuning in to the Being Love in Action podcast, and we just appreciate you. And for those who coming back, who are our returning listeners, I say thank you so much. It is always a pleasure and an honor. I never take it um, lightly. It is a privilege. Amen to come week after week with my brothers and sisters in Christ here on the podcast and hopefully new brothers and sisters in Christ for those who are coming in and maybe don't know Jesus Christ, but maybe as a result of something you've heard or said on this, that's been said on this podcast, blessed you and gave you an opportunity to say, Hey, I may want to try this Jesus. Amen. Listen, today is a beautiful day for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, today when I got up this morning, can I be honest with you? My body wasn't feeling like a hundred, right? But I pressed through, amen. And I'm pressing through even while I'm talking to you. Don't ever take it lightly that when I get on this podcast, that everything is perfect. Nothing is ever perfect for anybody. And especially if you are believer in Jesus Christ and you are living the will of God for your life. We have to be prepared. Amen. So that's why today I put on the full armor of God and I hope that you guys put on the full armor of God. Ephesians 6 tells us about the full armor and what it does. It is a protective armor, a spiritual protective armor. Amen. So when we go out and we start our days, hopefully we've had time to pray, which we should and have our conversation with the Lord and get up and get going, whatever it is that you may be doing. Amen. And I just want to get into the word on today. As I've been telling you, um, as I just said, today was a pushing day. This last week was a pushing week as well for me. And when I say pushing, that means there were some things that I felt in my spirit that I had to literally press through. And I, I think that we forget that this life as 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 believers in Christ or in our human life situations that they can become overwhelming. I don't care who you are. They can become sometimes um 
emotional. They can be sometimes, you know, devastating. They could be all of these emotions and things. And it feels like many times that peace is hard to get. Amen. Can I be honest with you? Do you know that peace is something you have to every day purpose to get when you find yourself being overwhelmed, you find yourself being restless. You know, you got to fight for the peace of God because the enemy wants to rob us of that peace. Oh, glory to God. You don't know this week was a week where my mind was all over the place because there were so many things pressing on me. Amen. But to the glory of God, I can get on this podcast today and thank God and press through even while I'm talking to you. Can I be honest? While I am encouraging you, I am encouraging myself. The word of God is like medicine for the soul. The word of God gives you life. Hallelujah. The word of God refreshes and renews. And I'm here to tell you, my brothers and sisters, that today I am being refreshed and renewed in the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I want to talk to you and share with you about the peace. Do you know that peace is your portion? I want to say it again. As I say it to you, I'm saying it to myself. I talked about the power of the words of God. I'm saying to myself and I'm saying to you brothers and sisters peace is your portion. I don't care what you experiencing right now. You may be listening to the podcast right now and your home may be a place that's in turmoil. Can I be real with you today? You may have some things going on in your family right now. Maybe your marriage is up in the roar. Maybe your children are misbehaving. Maybe they're acting a fool on your job. Maybe your family members is chaos. Peace is your portion. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm here to share with you today and we're going to look at Colossians, the book of Colossians, third chapter, verses 12 through 15. And here again, we're going to be talking about peace is your portion. I don't know about you, but I needed this word on today. I needed this word on today. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for pouring into me words of encouragement for myself that I can share with my brothers and sisters. Amen. Do you know that God will deal with you first? Mm. Do you know that when you're reading the word and I know many times we go in and we're having our private time and personal time with the Lord. And then for those of us who are leaders, you know, God will give us something for us. But then sometimes that us is for everyone else. Amen. And so this is one of those times, which many times it is. But this is one of those times that I was hungry and I was searching. And I say, God, I just need peace. Amen. I just need peace. I'm, I'm restless. I need peace. I know that the enemy is trying to rob me of my peace. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And if you remember, we talked about praying the word of God. We, I believe that we pray the word because God says he's watching and waiting to see the word fulfilled in, in our lives. Amen. So that he gets the glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're coming from Colossians third chapter and verses 12 through 15, excuse me. And I'm reading from the NIV version and the word of God says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Can I say, tell you this beloved of God, the first thing you need to understand why peace is your portion 
Do you know why peace is your portion and my portion? Because we are the elect of God. We are the beloved of God. Why would God not give grant peace to the minds of his beloved? Oh, that's a trick of the enemy. That's a trick of the enemy. He wants us to believe just because we're dealing with life issues, just because we have situations that come against us. Remember the word says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. You know, we got to remember that it never said it wouldn't form. It said it will not come to fruition. But we got to make sure that we understand who we are. And because we understand who we are, there is authority in being a beloved of God. He starts it all very early. Listen, here is Colossians, the book written by the apostle Paul. Amen. And Paul, when he wrote the book of Colossians, he was talking to the church at Colossae and he was talking to them about the errors in the church and telling them about how as believers, they had everything they needed in Christ. Amen. And his and and as a Paul, which it says he never visited the church of Colossae, it was founded by converts of Paul. Amen. And he did this on some of his missionary travels that these particular converts started the church of Colossae. And what I want you to get this information about these people of God and why Paul is talking to them in this way. He's allowing them to understand because many of them, the church of Colossae had now been infiltrated with believers who, who were now taking on pagan and, and, and other secular doctrine and trying to mix it in with the Christian doctrine. Doesn't that sound familiar today? You know, we have churches now that stands in the integrity of the word of God. We have many churches that are standing in the word of God. They're still teaching the full gospel. They're teaching the old and the new Testament. They're teaching the love of Christ, but they're also teaching how holiness is required. It's teaching all of the entire Bible. But we got to remember that if you look at churches today, I don't even want you to think about one you see on TV. You can look at the churches in your own community, in the places where you live and where you come from. And you, when I say churches, remember, we're not talking about the building per se. We're talking about the people because the people, the Bible says we are the church. Amen. When God comes back, he's coming back for a spotless and blameless church. He's not coming back for the building. He's coming back for the people. We are the church, beloved of God. So I want you to understand that even as believers in Christ, uh, there are some of those even now, this was then, but even now it hasn't changed. We know that it hasn't changed because Satan is still allowed to be the ruler of the air. Amen. So what we got to remember is that they were taking, he was talking to people who were now being infiltrated with pagan uh, uh, ideas and, and they were taking uh, 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 things that were acceptable within society and trying to bring it into the doctrine of Christ. And it was wrong. It was out of the will of God. Doesn't it sound familiar? Today, you have people now in, in, in churches that are uh, are, are making uh, their own um, thesis and trying to put down the throats of people, men and women of God, that many things that we see in culture and society is OK. 
that it is it is part of, you know, we're in a new world now. We're in a new era. And God was the God of love. Absolutely. He is the God of love. And if you study religions, he's the only God that sacrificed himself for the love of his people. Come on, beloved of God. I want you to understand that it is a trick of the enemy when we get to believe in that we can burn sage. I know that's a popular thing, even among Christians, those who believe to be Christians. We, you know, we come under a doctrine where people believe that we are gods. Listen, we are the beloved of God and we walk in the power and the authority. But when we become to believe that we are gods, we have no reliance on the true and living God. It is almost like a thin line that we're straddling. So we got Christian folks that are burning sage. We have Christian folks that are practicing witchcraft. They don't even understand that they're pra practicing it. That's how that's how the enemy infiltrates so subtly. And so because we see things on the TV, we we hear things that's going on and we say, oh, well, you know, we it's OK. We can we can do our yoga chants and mantras. Can you understand? I, I enjoy yoga, the, the stretching of my body, but I don't participate in the, the chantings and the mantras. I, I don't do that. Amen. So it may not be yoga what I'm doing when I'm stretching out. We just can call it stretching. Is, is yoga not a bad thing for people? It is bad when you begin to take on the doctrine belief of what they believe. Do you understand what I'm saying? We got to be so careful. Because what was happening then at the Church of Colossae is happening now. Pay attention. And so what they do is I believe that we should meditate. We should meditate on the word of God day and night. We should have quiet time in our life where we're just sitting in the peace and the rest. Amen. And in that quiet time, we could be reading. We could be studying. We could be exercising. All of those things are great. The issue is, is when we begin to take on doctrines that are not lining up to the word of God and we begin to infiltrate those doctrines and, and, and the word of God as OK. That is what Paul was teaching them. You don't need all this other stuff. All you need is Christ. Paul wanted them to know that Jesus Christ was sufficient for them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so here was Paul talking about the peace here in Colossians before he even began to talk about it. He said, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly love God's chosen people. He's letting you know that you are connected. He's letting you know that you are beloved, that you are not a, 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 a throwaway. You are not someone that is not accepted. As a believer in Christ, we are the elect of God. I am the elect of God. I want you to say it while you're hearing this. Say it to yourself. I am the elect of God. You can say it out loud. I am the elect of God. And there Therefore, as the elect of God, there is some things that you are going to understand that as the elect of God, peace is your portion. How do you say that, beloved of God? Because that's what the word says. As we get to see, we'll continue to read. But he says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy, I want you to catch that, and dearly loved. He says, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, 
gentleness and patience. He goes back to First uh, Corinthians 13, uh, the foundation of this this particular ministry, the Being Love in Action podcast uh, was founded off of uh, uh, love is patient, love is kind, uh, love does not envy. First Corinthians 13 and 13, it sets the foundation of who we are supposed to be as believers in Christ operating in love. And when we operate in love, we demonstrate these things. They are an action to who we are in Christ. Amen. And so he says, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Then it says in verse 13, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have a grievance against someone, you hear that beloved of God? So all my brothers and sisters who are listening, maybe, you know, we have to understand that as believers, we don't always think the same way about certain things and that's okay. And there there will be misunderstandings. There will be miscommunications. But we should always live in peace with one another. If your brother or sister come to you to try to make a situation right and you don't hear them, you're not listening to them or you're in your own arrogance, you're in your own pride and you think you're all right and you don't come to a place of uh, agreement or coming together, you're out of the will of God. I didn't say it. I'm telling you what it says. And he says, forgive one another if you have any grievances against someone. And it's even worse when we do it against our own brothers and sisters. Do you know how many church families have been um, destroyed because of the arrogance maybe of a leader or the, the, the church members who are just arrogant and, and they attack the pastors? I mean, it is always some things that are going on. And when you see that kind of behavior, you better know automatically that love is not operating. Someone is not operating in the spirit of love. Amen. And he says, For, forgive as the Lord forgave you. I don't even have to get on that because we're not talking about forgiveness, but it, it's one that I have done. If you want to check out the podcast, I've done uh, patience, gentleness. I've even done peace, but I'm putting it from a different perspective. Amen. So listen, verse 14 says, and over all these virtues put on love put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity so what are you saying because we are the elect of god we are the beloved of god that's first uh uh, chapter 3 and 12. That was the very first verse I read. And all it was saying was that there must be a purpose daily living. We must be mindful every day to clothe ourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness. There must be a purpose lifestyle for us every day as believers in Christ. And when we look at that, this is the second point I want you to understand that love must be it must be the greatest virtue in your life every day to love. Be love in action. Love is the very glue. It is the bond that takes uh, it keeps us together. Amen. G love is the greatest, uh, which is the nucleus to obtaining the peace of God. You cannot have peace. Peace will not be your portion if there is no love. I want you to hear me. I don't care what all the accomplishments you may have all the money in the world. You may have all the material possessions you want. 
But I don't care how much money you have in the bank. You may be famous. You may be well loved. But if you don't have love in your heart, you will not have the peace of God that transcends all under. You will not have it. It's impossible because love is the nucleus that delivers peace. Remember, we're talking about peace being your portion. But I want us to also remember to understand that peace, that love, we must love others, but we have to love ourselves as as well. And this is where I want to just really just say this to to us today. You know, we forgive and the Bible talks about forgiveness all over the place. And here's another time it talks about bear with each other and forgive one another. But sometimes we don't forgive ourselves. And I want to share with you today that it's okay. When you repented from whatever sin you were in or however, whatever was going on in your life and you repented, it's done. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself, women. I don't know. Forgive yourself. Just because you had a child out of wedlock. God forgave you. You don't listen. You are not bound to the thoughts of other people. Do you hear what I'm saying? Maybe you, you had a failed marriage. Maybe you messed up. It's okay. Forgive yourself. When you look in that mirror, I don't care what, what skin color you are, what race, what ethnicity, what, 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 what you look like, uh, what, you, what you lack. Uh, listen, uh, forgive yourself in love. You are the beloved of God. I, I said it in the very, ver very first verse. You are the beloved of God. You are the elect of God. We are the elect of God. We have been chosen by God. The word of God says only the Holy Spirit can draw men unto him. All I can do is have the honor of speaking a word to you, speaking God's word. But it is not I. It is the Holy Spirit that will draw you to Christ. It is the Holy Spirit that would allow you to forgive yourselves. And when you forgive yourselves, you understand that you are love. Amen. You are loved. So watch this. Peace. Peace is your portion. Now, here is where we get to the last point of the text. Verse 15 says, let the peace of Christ Rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the peace of Christ rule. Why is that significant? Rule. What does rule mean? Rule means to control. Rule means to govern. Rule means to decree. I like the word decree. I want to decree today in the name of Jesus that the peace of Christ will rule in your heart, that the peace of Christ will rule in my heart, that the peace of Christ will rule in the hearts of his people, not just those who are listening to the podcast, but those of our brothers and sisters all over the world. And why is it important? As I was reading my commentary for this text and it said our hearts I like what it said it said that 
Peace is the umpire, the referee. It says our hearts are the center of conflict because of our emotions and our thoughts, our fears. Everything is in our hearts, right? But it said that peace is the umpire. Peace is the referee. Peace is the balance. In Philippians 4 and 7, the word of God says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Today I pray. I decree that the peace of God, no matter what you have experienced, no matter what you're going to experience. I decree today in my life that peace is my portion. I decree today, my brothers and sisters, that peace is your portion. May the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts. It says that peace is the referee. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And our hearts are always in the center of conflict because out of the issues of our heart, the mouth speaks. So we can declare and decree what comes out of our hearts, but we got to govern it. Remember, it says, let peace of Christ rule. Let peace govern your heart today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As I prepare to close. I think of some of the scriptures that. Allow me to have peace. Galatians 5 and 22 says fruit of the spirit is peace. It says in Proverbs 14 and 30, a heart of peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. It says in Psalm 4 and 8, in peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Remember, peace means freedom from disturbance and tranquility, mental calm, serenity, a state or a period when which there is no war or no war. Listen, there is a battlefield in our minds. Joyce Meyer wrote a, a powerful book about the battlefield of the mind. And that's why here in the text, it says that we have to allow peace to rule. We have to govern. We have to decree that peace is our portion. I pray that today as you were listening, that the words that were said today, that they blessed you. That they allowed you to understand not only the God that we serve, but who you are in Christ. You are the elect of God. And therefore, as a, the, the elect of God and one who is holy and dearly loved, I don't want you to forget that. So today, I encourage you to know that peace is your portion. When heaviness, sadness, disappointment, all of those emotions that come away to steal our joy. Peace is your portion today. 
And maybe you, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you're like, man, I I, I want to have this peace because my life is just, you know, I need peace. Listen. And John 3 and 16, the word of God said, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I offer Christ to you today. You know, we 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 let the world do whatever the world wants to do with us. Maybe you've tried everything. Why not try Jesus? Why not give him a chance? And it's simple. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart. Because, see, it is in the heart where transformation takes place. It is in the heart where we come to know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Remember, we just talked about the issues of the heart. And if it says you believe that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You can call some call it a prayer of repentance. However, listen, you can say, God, whatever I've done, whatever you've done, I, I just want to give my life to you. And maybe you're, you're listening today and you are a believer. And maybe you've just been out of the wheel for a while. You just you just haven't really connected and talked to God. Maybe you've been hurting. Maybe you've been disappointed. Maybe you felt like, you know, God wasn't listening to you. Do you understand that the Bible says in Romans 8 that he wouldn't, there is nothing that will ever separate us from his love. He's that loving father, that loving parent that's always waiting for us. You can come back. He's never, he said he will never abandon you. That's how much he loves you and I. And we talked about when you don't know what to pray. Sometimes it's hard to pray when you're overwhelmed. It's hard to pray. It's hard to seek the face of God when you're going through. But remember in Romans 8 and 26, it says the Holy Spirit that lives in you will intercede on your behalf. You just have to have a willing heart. Amen. Amen. I pray today that as a result of the word of God that you heard, that you were blessed, that you were encouraged and that you understand that peace is your portion. I'm going to say that all day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to say it all day. Peace is my portion because I am the elect of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Peace is your portion, my brothers and sister. It is our portion. And I pray that you were blessed as a result of the podcast on today, which was peace is your portion. And remember, we came from Colossians 3 verses 12 through 15. Listen, I thank you. We thank you for tuning in today and we pray that you were blessed. Tune in with us weekly right here on the Podbean app and Apple iTunes. Also tune in with us just to be encouraged. Amen. And if you would like to contact us, you can email us at Kenya C. Williams Ministries at yahoo.com. Until next time, remember, and now these three remain faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. First Corinthians 13 and 13. And I am Reverend KC Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. Peace and blessings. Remember, 
to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever.